afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon. Happy Monday, everybody. Today we are talking about inspiration, finding ins- inspiration in everyday things, actually. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And today is actually the first day of school up here where we live in Lake Tahoe. This, For those of you listening to our podcast, this is our uh, live show in sunny South Lake Tahoe. At least it is kind of sunny today. Kind of sunny today. After little the smoke. S- little smoky. Um, but today's the first day of school, so it's always one of those days where you're excited to see your kids, but go back to school and have a routine, but remind you that the time is just ticking away. So you got to savor and enjoy every moment when they're little. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so finding inspiration in everyday things. Um, talking about going through life, you know, there's, um, there's two ways to go through life, looking for what you hope to see and looking for what you don't want to see, right? And whatever you look for for is what you find. So you really set your trajectory based on what you're looking for. And so today we're going to be talking about things that you can do to find inspiration in everyday things. But the very first thing that you can do is really to just start looking for inspiration in things, looking for the wonder in small things, looking for people who inspire you, paying attention because that is the first part. You know, if you're always looking for the things that annoy you or the things that are wrong with the world or the people who are frustrating or the bad drivers, you know, that is what you'll find. And your life may be slightly less than inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? It yeah. can't happen. So this is one of my very favorite topics. It's kind of one of those things that I always say, you know, they always say when you're 90 years old, what do you want to look back and it'll probably be 115 by then. But, you know, what do you want to look back and, and have and say about your life? And one of the things I always like to say is that I just hope that I'm able to leave the world just a tiny bit more inspired than it was before I got here. And so, so that's something I work on, um, on daily. So, um, so first thing is change your, uh, change the way you look at things. Look for the positive, look for things that are inspiring. This might be somebody doing, um, something inspiring. It might be somebody you're, uh, excited about, impressed with, um, you know, that you admire, uh, last week, my mom's best friend uh, attempted to summit Mount Kilimanjaro, and which is 19,400-some-odd feet in Africa, highest mountain in Africa. And we still haven't heard back yet to hear if she, if she summited or not. She's, she's on her way home. But, um, but just was an incredibly inspiring thing to kind of mentally go along the journey and know where she was each day and think about what that was like for her. And so being able to find people in your life who inspire you is a great way to start. Second thing that you can do, and I, for my shows, I always ask my family, right? So I have two eight-year-old twins, Celeste and Aiden, and my husband. Uh, so Aiden, I said, Aiden, what do you do to be inspired every day? He said, oh, he says, I, uh, I like to do things that excite me, like riding an electric scooter. <laughs> so I thought that was great, right? So think about what excites you? What kind of things are you doing daily that are exciting, that are fun, that are thrill seeking. Are you, you know, are you pushing yourself a little to take, you know, a bigger leap of faith than you would? Are you doing something fun like, you know, riding your bike super fast down a mountain or um, trying a little bit hard in a spin class or going out and paddle boarding on a kind of a rough day? I mean, like, what do you do that's exciting? And you want to think about that. Is that lobbed toward me? Or well, it could be. I don't know. What do you do that's exciting, Jen? I don't Jen? know how to do anything that's really exciting. Um, 
One thing I do pretty faithfully, which it's, it can get kind of costly, sort of, unless I do it right, which I tend to do it like via Safeway. Um, I'm really into fresh flower, cut flowers in my house. Ooh. Always have been. Yeah. So there will always be fresh cut flowers pretty much in every room in my house. That's great. I and, love fresh yeah, flowers. Yeah, so I mean, I've had to often settle for carnations. Right. <laughs> they are not too expensive, and they tend to last for a little while. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, that's one thing that's very inspiring to me. I don't like my kitchen table not having a vase of fresh cut flowers, and I've got some in my living room and in my bedroom. Yeah, and you know, fresh cut flowers are a great thing. They, um, they're really nice up here too, because we live in the mountains, and in the summer it's beautiful, and there's green everywhere, and yellow, and orange, and pink, and I mean, it's just amazing. But in the wintertime, it's cold, and can be kind of dark, and, and so having a little splash of fresh cut flowers in yeah. your house is a great it way. It inspires me. Yeah. It inspires me to keep my house nicer. Right. Makes me ha- you know, you don't want clutter on your table because right. it's all pretty with your stuff. And exactly. So it's just a kind of an inspiring thing to be a little bit better and to make sure our house stays nice, much to my children's dismay of my OCD. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's what I do. So good. So, um, so the next thing that you can do is to be grateful for what you have. So this was another Aiden edition, which I loved. He was like, be happy about what you have, you know, like a cozy bed or food on the table. It's really nice after years of saying that to hear them say it and, uh, unprodded, but, um, but really thinking about like what we already have, because we get in this place where we're looking so far out to like what we want, uh-huh. bigger house, nicer car, better clothes, you know, whatever it is that, it, you, that we want. And sometimes we miss what we have. And it's like, you already have a darling, charming house, or you live in the most beautiful place, or you have a great wardrobe, or you've got a good car that runs well, or all the fine Apple products you can handle, (laughs) and, you know, five cases for each of them. So thinking about what you have and what are simple. In fact, I put, um, I posted on my Facebook page a couple weeks ago, um, what are the simple things that you're grateful for today? And it was really cool, some of the stuff that people posted on there in terms of what they were happy for. Like someone said, fresh, clear running water from my tap. You know, we forget about that. You know, having a, a nice bathroom and, and a toilet that flushes and a place, you know, if you've ever traveled in Europe, you've never been so grateful to have, you know, facilities at your own house because it's not like here where every restaurant and every store and every public area has public restrooms. You know, it's sometimes you have to go buy lunch to go, <laughs> go use the facilities. So just having some of those simple things, having a safe place to sleep every night, not having to worry about anything when you close your eyes. And so being grateful for what you already have and, and go to the very simple things um, can be a great way to get inspired. Uh, another way to get inspired here, take small risks. Right. So do something that's fun that you're a little bit scared of, you know, take a leap of faith, try something you haven't tried before. Um, go crazy, do a zip line <laughs> pretty soon. I think they're installing all the new zip lines up at heavenly new zip lines everywhere. Yeah. So pretty soon you'll be able to do that. Um, my kids recently went on a ropes course and it was oh, like, God. Ooh, we climbed up and walked across a log that was 50 feet in the air. And that was like, Oh, so exciting. It was so inspiring. And so, um, so being able to take small risks is a great thing. It doesn't always have to be something big and giant. You know, it can just be putting your scraped up elbow into the bathtub. <laughs> That's a small risk. But when you do it, you feel proud of yourself. And that pride can be inspiring. 
So, um, another one that I love is this idea of thinking about the origin of things. So you think about, um, this, the things that we have in terms of like the food in our house, like somebody had to, you know, raise those chickens before they got to the plant where they got packed and before they got driven to the store where they um, they were put on the shelves and somebody had to unload them and reload them and put them there. And I mean, there was this whole backstory that happened in order for us to just get simple things like food. Mm-hmm. Um, think about like the clothing that you have. Somebody had to create the fabric. Somebody had to come up with the idea for the pattern. Somebody had to come up for the idea of the pattern on the fabric. Someone mm-hmm. had to sew it. Someone had to put it in containers and tag it and, you know, and someone had to go out and ship it and sell it to the stores to bring it in or put it in a catalog and take pictures. Like, there's really so much that goes into things that we don't think about. If you ever stop, I've actually thought about this before. And when you think about it in those terms, sometimes I get kind of overwhelmed at how inexpensive things actually are when you consider all the way down the line how many people have touched and handled and been a part of that I would assume are getting a paycheck of some sort. Right. That it's really somewhat amazing that things aren't more costly than they are. Right. Right. So you think about where they come from and, um, and, and what it takes to get them there. So thinking about the origin of things can be inspiring. And then, um, look to nature. This is looking to nature is probably one of the easiest ways that I find inspiration, on a daily basis. I mean, to be able to see how birds are able to, with not without hands, <laughs> put together a nest and find, you know, one twig at a time that puts together this cozy little nest. Or squirrels are able to find the food that they need to. And bunnies are able to survive. I mean, it's just to me, watching the flowers bloom, watching the colors. I, I think, I, I don't know that I've seen more beautiful colors than I've seen in nature. You know, now you can find lots of different colors and paints and clothing and all that. But when you go out to nature and you see the bright orange color of a nasturtium or you see the bright purple of an echinacea flower, um, it's just incredible. Or when, you know, when you have the snow up here and it freezes like right after it falls. And so then it looks like there's little diamonds Diamonds. all over. I mean, that is just unbelievable. Um, And there was a... There was a quote that I read a while back uh, on uh, on nature, and it was about time and how we're always rushing to get things done. And it it talked to the point that nature has, you know, you look at nature and you can't see it growing, right? Like you can't see the progress except for day by day. So if you just stood there and watched a flower, you wouldn't see it grow. Yet everything blooms right on time. And so that is amazing in itself that every year these trees, these plants, they're absolutely, you know, covered with ice cold snow for six months. Mm -hmm. And then somehow with just a little bit of sun, they start to sprout and bud and bloom again and they come back stronger than ever. I mean, to me, it's just incredible. So, um, so I'm often able to just look out the window and get inspired. And even if you're in a big city and you're looking out, you're able to see something growing or you're able to see that, you know, the little tiny weed that comes up through the stone streets. Like, how did it get, like, how did, was it strong enough to push through? Right. And so those are, those are great things. Um, another couple of ways here to find inspiration in everyday things is to do a kindness for others. 
Now, doing a kindness for others, it is scientifically proven to be the most effective way to improve your own well-being. And you've heard me say this before, but I want to say it over and over again because even if it's a small kindness for someone else that you're doing, it improves your own well-being. And if you're looking, you'll often notice other people doing a kindness for others, which then could motivate you or inspire you to do something as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's a um, it was National Insurance or Liberty Mutual that had that great commercial last year where like somebody um, saved someone from walking out into the street when the lights not changed and someone else like picks up a purse and gives it back. And mm-hmm. it was like this whole cycle of paying it forward. And everybody just helps everyone else out. And I think that when we, when we're able to do that, we're spreading inspiration like a dandelion, right? It's like you watch the little things fly out and you never know where they're going to land. You don't know who the person who you let in in traffic or who you let go in front of you at the supermarket or who you held the door for, you know, at the school, you don't know where they're going to go next. But that little gesture of kindness often ripples out in such amazing ways because just being able to receive that on the other end, it's like, wow, thank you. You know, thank you for letting me in or thank you for not honking at me when I didn't realize the lane was shifting or, or what have you. And so you're able to, um, to plant those seeds that then will ripple out and who knows where they'll stop, you know, and every seed that's planted has the, the opportunity to continue to ripple out really far. And then finally, the last thing I think in terms of finding inspiration in everyday things is to celebrate others' success. Ah, yes. And we often, people succeed and you'll see this in children, Their friends succeed or get a new bike or get something really cool. And instead of being happy for them, they're jealous. Oh, she's so lucky. I can't believe she got a, you know, that's so unfair. I can't believe she got another American Girl doll. Or it's so unfair. I can't believe they have electric scooters. And so it's one of those things that we can model for them. But to be excited about other people's successes and... You know, to be excited about people who scored on a great house or be excited about people who were able to get a brand new car or got a promotion at work or, you know, were able to go on a really neat vacation instead of, you know, so when you find yourself going to that place of, oh, poor me, I didn't get that and I can't believe they did, you know, step back for a minute, you know, go back further and think that's awesome. If they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Right? If they can save up and get a really cool house, I can do that. If they can create a good, loving, you know, patient home, I can create a good, loving, patient home. And think about that in terms of, like, good for them. Right? So we try to teach that in our house is, like, and I try to model it. And just trying to model it for the kids has actually really added a lot of inspiration to my life. Because as my friends have great things... I'm like, great, good for them. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Did you hear this? They got that. Or they get to go here. Or wasn't that great that they had this amazing party? Or, you know, and it really does feel so much better mm-hmm. than when you're feeling like, oh, so unfair. <laughs> I don't get that. Right? So you want to think about change your it's so unfair to good for them. Yeah. Like, congratulations. Good stuff. Because the more that we are able to celebrate each other's successes, the better people do. The They pave the way for the rest of us. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And, and if, as we're all celebrating each other's successes, that's just more inspiration, more upward spiraling, more positive 
positivity in the world. And the more of that, I'm thinking it's a better place. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? I agree. All right. We try to do that. So we want you to go out today and we want you to look to be inspired in everyday things. Simple things, nature, watching other people do kindness for others, just watching the human experience. I mean, ooh, one more that I just thought of that might be kind of fun to do- drop in is um, is the human body. If you ever need inspiration, sit silently for a few minutes and listen and feel for your pulse. Right? Like just start to try to feel it in your fingertips. And after like about a minute or two of, of really focusing on it, you start to be able to feel it everywhere. Fingertips, wrists, neck, heart. You know, you feel the blood pulsing through your body. Amazing. I mean, our bodies are amazing things. Amazing machines. Miraculous. And so... Being able to tune into that, if that's all you got, just start breathing and start feeling for those pulses. And you will see, it is like, wow, how does this thing run by itself? And it's just an amazing thing. So go out, inspire someone else, read about somebody who inspires you, share an inspiring story, but just try to leave the world a little bit more inspired today than you came into it. You know, just a little bit more. And everybody will benefit. Excellent. So so we'll see you next Monday for the Bright Side. And if you want to find out more about what we do, you can check us out at the P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence, plinkcoachingcenter.com or at nourishlifecoaching.com. This is Alexis Robin, local life and business coach, and my friend Jen from KTHO Radio. And we thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Same place, same time. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin here on K-Tahoe.